Welcome back to another episode of MMA Trip. This is the second one running right now. I got my boy Lala with me today. Hello. We're going to go over the Calvin Cater versus Josh Emmett UFC fight night. This was an absolute banger of a card. It went down in UFC. It happened in Austin. There was a bunch of people in the fans. Just There was a bunch of the guys from B-Team were in the fans, too. The Gordon yeah. Ryan was there in the back right behind Joe Rogan. That's not um, B-Team, though. That's no, yeah, and then uh, Gino Morelli and then... Um, Ethan Krellenstein. I don't know about Gino Morelli, actually. G- Ethan Krellenstein and uh, Nikki Rodriguez were up top and, like, oh, really? watching cool. shit. Yeah, That's they were cool. just watching and stuff, having a good time and shit. But, yeah, other than that, we'll kick it off with the main card, bro. We'll start with the main event. Calvin Cater versus Josh Emmett. What would you think about the fight? It was, um, they were fighting at a good pace for the whole fight where they didn't get too tired or anything like that. They were, fighting, like, at a pace where they kept up, like, the same work the, the whole time yeah they're they're throwing because yeah. so, they didn't really slow down at all like it was a nice space where they didn't like tire each other out yeah what do like, you think about people saying that it was a robbery um to be honest i could see they gone either so way sweaty right now what the f- I, i'm not mad at the, the decision because i it was a really close fight so i'm not mad that they gave it to Emmett, but i wouldn't have been mad if they gave it to cater either yeah that's what i was thinking too i was yeah. like all right which kind of sucks for the fighter because either fight both fighters think they won and they were both like all right cool i think i pulled it away like josh yeah. emmett thought he won like four one maybe even three two yeah. and then cater was like i thought i did enough you know to get the fight but but i just the first three rounds were so close and then the last yeah. like i mean the third round i felt like it clearly went to josh emmett to be honest Fifth i think josh the, emmett won i thought i, 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 think, I wasn't I mad at him i think he won i yeah. think the power discrepancy was a big difference like that's, that i think that's what like was the big thing me, right but don't get me wrong josh emmett looked fucked up too like his face and all that like he like he didn't wear the damage that great either yeah he was eating some really big shots and i think that's what like but so, so my original thought on this whole fight was i was thinking in the pocket calvin cater is going to be a much cleaner fighter the cleaner striker of the two is going to be able to pick josh emmett apart a little bit but what I really liked about Josh Emmett's style, bro, is like he's in and out, but whenever he does go in, he throws multiple shots, and yeah. he has such heavy hands. And he you does. can tell he has a lot of power for being someone that's at 145. And, like, in past fights, I guess maybe it was the injuries that kind of, like, held him back a little bit. So, like, for example, the Shane Burgos fight. I thought that was a really good fight, but he had, like, I think he had a couple knee injuries in that fight, like, midway through, and he was still like, was able to survive no, and they handle said, it. Uh, they said it happened, like, in the first round. His uh, knee got fucked yeah, up really yeah. bad, right? Yeah, I think yeah. he, like, tore his ACL or something, but he's been out for a cool minute after that. Fought, yeah. back, fought uh, Dan Nige a while back, but still, just, Emmett just impressed me, dude. Something about him. I was surprised that, like, even Kenny said, he was like, man, this should be a pick em fight. It shouldn't be such a big favorite because... Uh, Calvin was a minus two eighty favorite yeah. at the beginning of the fight, and I, to be honest, myself, I thought that was right. Justified. I, honestly, I thought, um, I thought Cater was gonna like sweep, his sweep ass. him. Like, yeah, I thought he was gonna outclass him in the like boxing. I thought Cater was gonna be too crisp, like too. Mm. His boxing was gonna be too good for Clean, like, yeah, yeah it's for Emmett because I wasn't really impressed with Emmett in the Ige fight. Yeah, I exactly. thought he looked yeah. good, but I didn't think, I don't think much of Ige either. And not that Ige is bad, I think. Calvin, I thought Calvin was at a better level than Emmett. But Emmett proved me wrong. He fucking came in and he looked good. He looked good. His boxing was sharp. It, he had a little, like, some looping punches sometimes. Mm. But he did the job done right. And surprised he didn't really try to wrestle more. Like, Yeah, honestly, me too. Yeah. But then at the same time, too, Calvin Cater, whenever he did want to wrestle, yeah. he was quick on defending yeah. Yeah, really he was. well. So I was, like, super impressed by that. Honestly, Going forward, I wouldn't be mad at seeing them either of them get like a, a big name fight, especially Calvin Cater. I mean, this is like his fourth, fifth main event in a row, which is pretty insane. This is, I want to say Josh Emmett's first main event in the UFC, but 
what do you, do you think Calvin? Sorry, do you think Josh Emmett deserves a title shot with this win, or what do you no, think about that? No, we were talking about this yesterday. Uh, I, I don't think he deserves one. I we're at, we're saying I think I'm I'm it's going I'm going completely off of it, but it's all good. We're saying I think the the winner from Ortega and Yair deserves the title shot more than these two. Fighters. Not Ortega though. If or Max beats Holloway, maybe. No, you said Max beats Holloway. No, no, I'm sorry. If Max beats um, <laughs> Volkanovski and becomes the champion, maybe. But then you'd want to see an Ortega Max rematch or. That was a bad one too, bro. Max yeah, beat the yeah, shit yeah, out of Ortega. Yeah, that's true, that's true, so it's like I would, yeah. if anything, if Yair wins and Volkanovski wins, I would love to see that. Just because Yair and Volkanovski would be a fresh new match. Yeah. Although Yair is only coming off that one win, if he was to win, say for example, on Ortega, yeah. he he performed really well against Max, yeah. right? So yeah. now we're like, oh shit, he's really good. But I mean, we just have to see how that fight plays out. Yeah, dude, and it's with a just while, Max so that's why we have a while from now. It's honestly not that far away, that fight, yeah, the Max Volkanovski yeah, fight. Yeah, and Ortega, and I think the Ortega, um, Yair is like right after that. Yeah, Yair and Ortega should be coming up pretty soon too. But Let me just look it up just to make sure. But yeah, so we'll move on to the next fight. Um, I Like I said too, yeah, I don't think Josh Emmett deserves that title shot just yet. But I think he could have one more fight yeah. and then really stake his claim yeah. for being that number one contender. Is there like, anyone in the division you'd like to see him against? Hmm. Who's that? What was Cater was ranked number five? Who's on top? Who's above? Cater? It was like four, I think, and Josh was like seven. Seven, and then who's above Cater? Like, let's see. Let's go to the UFC like, rankings and check it out really like quickly. Holloway, which is fighting, I think Yair is. I don't know if Yair is lower than that. I think he is, but Ortega's up there. These rankings always take forever to update too, but we'll see. For the men's featherweight, number one contender is Max Holloway. Number two is Brian Ortega. Number three, Yair Rodriguez. Number four, Calvin Cater. Five, Chansung Jung, the Korean zombie. Six, Arnold Allen. Josh Emmett, number seven. All right, honestly, the way the division's shaping up right now, say Josh Emmett goes up, right? But yeah, all the top guys are pretty much taken right now. Yeah, and I I think, like... Korean Zombie, maybe like, but even then, I think Korean Zombie is gonna fall out of yeah. this ranking, dude. Number five, that's pretty insane. But I mean, I guess he just fought the champ, but it looked like he was about to retire after his last fight. Like he true. didn't want to fight anymore. So I'd be surprised to that, see him back in the cage. I don't think um, Josh Emmett's gonna fight. Want to fight like Bryce Mitchell or anyone like that? Like, or is that no? That's Arnold Allen. I don't think he's gonna want to fight an Arnold yes. Allen or anything like that. Or like, a, I don't think he's gonna want to fight Giga. So if he does, honestly, then he'd have to wait because right now number two and number three are matched up in Brian Ortega and Yari Rodriguez. And then number four, he just fought. Josh Emma just fought. Chan Sung Jung just fought too. Arnold Allen is honestly his best bet. Doesn't Arnold Allen have a fight? Arnold Allen, I don't think he has a fight scheduled right now. Huh? No, I don't think so. I'm not too sure. We, we could look into that later, but yeah, yeah I don't think so. So he'd have to like, he'd wait. have to try to figure it out, wait and see how the division pounds out we for can itself. Really wait for, well, there. Ortega, he has to either wait either way because well, he can wait for, like, the loser or the winner for the Ortega. Yeah, but you know what's fight. crazy, too, though, is it they really have to see how the title fight plans out. Yeah, that like, that's going to matter yeah. on everything. Yeah, if, if Max wins, then they're for sure going to get good. Exactly. They have rematch. to do a fourth fight, you know, yeah, like a rematch. That'd be insane, a fourth fight for that. It'd be insane, dude. Yeah. We were so close to getting our first UFC fight or, like, matchup that goes to four fights. Um, oh, oh. Um, Brandon, Brandon, Brandon right Davison, yeah, but we got the, the interim title fight with Brandon versus Kai Car France coming up pretty soon. But back to this card, we'll go down to the co-main event. It was Kevin Holland versus Tim Means. My boy Kevin Holland ended up getting the Dar submission in yeah. the second round. 
I gotta say, bro, I was pretty impressed by Kevin Holland's speed mm-hmm. and how good he looked against Tim Means. He still has like some holes in his wrestling, but I think yeah. he's getting better and better. I mean, he was able to get back up and defend the stuff. Like his shots pretty well, which I was impressed by. Yeah, I was, I was surprised he got a submission. I did not expect that at all from Kevin Holland. That's like the last thing I would ever expect from Kevin Holland. Especially he's, right now, right? Yeah. But actually, if you think about it, he has really good jujitsu and he has submissions against good people too. Yeah, but it's not like the first thing I like. I would expect him to go for. I thought he would go for a knockout. But, but I mean, he rocked he, him. Yeah, yeah. He, and he saw the opportunity and he went for it. Mm-hmm. I was pretty amazed. Yeah, but uh, Tim Means is pretty old too. Yeah, Tim yeah. Means is old, but I mean, he's, think an, OG. About his, he's an OG. He's his an record's OG. thirty-two and thirteen. Yeah, That's a OG. shitload of fights in the UFC, and he's a grizzled veteran that yeah. always can find a way to win, yeah. even against some of the bigger names in the UFC. Well, I guess he doesn't have. I mean, he hasn't beat, like, stars, you know, hasn't cracked into, like, top five type shit, but he's still yeah. beating some cool names, and he has, like, a pretty long record inside yeah. the UFC. Dude, when you have 32 fights, that's impressive either way. Exactly. You have fights. that longevity, yeah. and you're still putting it up for yourself, yeah. and he made it interesting. He made a good fight, yeah, and you know what fight. I like, too, is about how they were talking to each other. Are they all respect and stuff like that? Yeah, because yeah. uh, I was Kevin watching... Kevin not the guy that talks, sh- talks a lot of shit, too. That's, like, the, some, like, the most respectful I've seen him to a fighter what was crazy too is that I was watching his post fight interview uh, with like the actual analyst and stuff, and so he was talking about like, oh, what were you guys talking in there? He's like, oh, I hit him with like this kick to the thigh kind of knee-ish area, and he was like, I just told him I wouldn't do that no more. You know, I would stay away from hitting his knee, and he's like, because uh, he didn't want to get injured. You know, like he didn't uh, want to like do that straight front kick mm, to the knee because mm. it could like tear your ACL yeah. and shit like that. So he's like, I'll just keep away from them. He's like, yeah, we should both keep away from those. And then they were just like chopping it up, like having a good time. He's like, yeah, Timmy, he he's trying to get Mally with me. And then he's like, it was a lot of fun. Like I, ha- I enjoyed that. But yeah, honestly, I, saw, um, I don't want to see him go against Sean Brady. Ooh, Kevin Holland. Oh, that's a that's a that's a loss right there. Kevin Holland. Well, I mean, Sean that's Brady called him out. But I feel like just just because of how Sean Brady wants to fight, he doesn't want to strike with you. That's clear. That's a weird right? call out for right? Sean Brady though. That's what I said too. But I, I guess like it's Sean just Brady, the division. Like, but I feel like Sean Brady like he should be fighting someone higher than that. Like I feel like Sean Brady should be fighting fighting like a good contender. So it is pretty crazy because Sean Brady is ranked number nine, and Kevin Holland isn't even in the rankings. I'm saying like Kevin like Sean Brady should fight like a. See the ranking, like it's just all kind like, of taken up. You can like look at, yeah, like Luke, like fucking, um, even um, Wonder Boy, Wonder Boy, like those are like fights that make sense for him. Kevin Holland does not make sense for him at all, not at all, honestly. But he said that that Sean Brady actually called him out, so that's why he wanted the fight, mm. which is pretty interesting to hear, right? But yeah, like you said, I would love to see a matchup with him versus Luke, but for Kevin Holland. I mean, anyone in the division really just to get yeah. him up the rankings would be really interesting, even if it was like that's a smart fight for Kevin Holland, even though he might lose. But Kevin Holland always does that He'd knockout. Go way up, dude. yeah, that like, knockout power chance. If anything, he could fight Santiago Ponzinibbio. Who Kevin Holland? Kevin Holland. He could fight Michelle Pajeda. That'd I be a good fight to too. Yeah, you think he loses Pajeda? Yeah, that'd be a really good fight. I think, I'd be I think interested he can beat um, um, Ponzinibbio. No fucking um, the, leech. the leech. I think he can beat the leech. Yeah, he could beat the leech. I think honestly, he could beat the leech. That'd be one hell of a matchup too. I, I wouldn't be mad yeah. if they made that. I think though. he'll lose to Craig. Jo- Is that no my? Oh no, I thought Craig. No, Jones, no, no, no. Paul Craig. Craig. Paul Craig. Paul, Paul, no, Craig. You and Jess do that shit. You guys yeah. say Craig Jones and it's Paul Craig. That shit always makes but me Paul laugh. Craig, that's funny. I thought Paul Craig was Michelle Pierre. No, not Michelle Pierre. That he was a um, Michael Chiesa right now. But that's Michael Chiesa. Oh, because the fucking beard, Yeah, dude. from a distance, I thought it was the same guy. The beard always gets you, makes you like, oh, shit, all right. But all right, so we'll move on to the next fight after that. It was Joaquin Buckley versus the man, Albert Duraev. 
Joaquin Buckley gets that KO by Dr. Stoppage. Who's that lady walking outside my pad and shit? Random ass people. I was probably like showing the house. All right, so yeah. So anyways, Joaquin Buckley versus Albert Durayev. The fight ended up getting stopped in the second round. At the end of the second round, because of his eye, got so swollen up, he couldn't even see out of it. Just absolutely shut closed. Honestly, I didn't even realize it until like maybe midway through that second round. I looked and I was like, damn. I thought he can see. My boy has a bubble on his eye, bro. He, it was, yeah. it was, it was pretty bad. It was I don't think he could have yeah. seen out of it. Just the way it was looking. And it was crazy, too, is that this fight actually had a little bit of a backstory, too, which was um, they used to be former training partners. And apparently, Durev was like, yes, I want this fight. I really want this fight because I think it's going to be a cakewalk. Like, I'll take this easily. I'll beat Joaquin Buckley. And Joaquin Buckley kind of put it on him, bro. Honestly, he was, I mean, he dropped him like two times, I believe, right? And then, like, yeah. he was really hurting him. Although Buckley's style is a little bit like, Reckless and, and like energy expending, yeah. you know. Honestly, they didn't the really think he looked that great. Buckley Me neither. Either. But Albert's not. Uh, Albert's not that Albert's bad. But Albert's a newcomer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's no, he's a kind of a newcomer. Well, too. they're actually both newcomers. I can't say. So but what? What? What do you want to see for like a guy like Buck? I mean, I guess it's a little bit tougher because he's just someone that's still f- trying to figure out his bearings in the UFC too. But he's had some really impressive fights so far. Yeah, he's had some good performances. And good some, performances too. And I mean, this is like. He has, like, a couple of knockouts on his record, too. So, let's go on his record really quickly and see how he's done so far in the UFC. So, f- his first fight in the UFC, he lost to Kevin Holland. Lost in the third round by a right cross, someone we were just talking about. His next two fights, he goes out and gets two finishes. One by a jumping, spinning back kick, which was, like, the knockout of the year. Probably knockout of the century just because of how fucking crazy that shit was. And then he knocks out Jordan Wright with the hook in the second round. Gets... Sent to the shadow realm against Alexi Alessio Discurico. Remember with that head kick? Yeah, that shit was crazy. <laughs> it was insane. But still, he bounces back with three wins in a row. One against Antonio Ahoyo, getting a, a finish in the third round. A split decision win over Abdul Razak Hassan. And then Albert Durayev, he gets his second round victory. So, I mean, he only has yeah, two losses in the UFC for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven fights. That's actually good. Five and two yeah. in the UFC so that's far. Good. That's but not that bad, honestly. Yeah. I just, I guess you give like give him more better competition, like, like better c- competition. I guess. See what he can do in later yeah. on, and then all right. So we'll go down a little bit more on the card too, and then we're for sure gonna preview the card for next week. At least just talk about the biggest fights on the card. But on this one, uh, one of the only decisions on this card itself was Demir Ismagula versus Guram Kotaterladze. Not too much to say about it other than it was a really closely was a contested banger. fight. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a banger. It, it was a really technical fight. These guys are both high level, uh, high pace the whole time through. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it, it, it was literally just edged out. Yeah. You know? But I think actually Demir got a 30-27 on one card, 29-28 on the other one, and then a 29-28 for Guram. One was twenty. Remember they said on the yeah. announcement they were like twenty eight, twenty eight. Yeah, and everybody's think, like, "What the fuck?" I but think, and then Kenny told me, told us that they they corrected themselves mm-hmm. after because it was a mistake when they read it out. Yeah. But I was like, "Oh wow, I didn't expect that." But we'll move on. Gregory Rodriguez versus Julian Marquez. What'd you think about that fight, bro? Robocop. Robocop. I th- yeah, he looked impressive. Robocop. He went in there and got the job done really quick. It was the first round finish, right? Yeah, yes, by like TKO. Or I thought they should have stopped that fight. A lot, actually, like bro, me before, too. Yeah. I my boy was yeah. rocked. Yeah, I thought the the referee should have stopped it a lot, like way before. My boy was rocked for a cool yeah. minute, and he was still wobbling the, yeah, around. But he was still throwing the, and that was still gonna save the fighter for themselves. 
But exactly. he was he had heart. I give it to that Julian Marcus guy. He tried to push yeah. through either way, and Julian Marcus has like he was nine and two going into this, and Gregory Rodriguez was eleven and four going into this. Gregory had some like up and down fights in the UFC so far. He has had some losses, uh, and Julian has been on a fucking run lately. Honestly, yeah, looking really good, dude. If you go back to Julian's fights, he's won a couple in a row in the UFC, I believe. So. Let's see. So, actually, he had two in a row. It was once again Maki Patolo, one against Sammy Alvi. Sorry, Sammy Alvi. Sam Alvi. And then he had a loss to Alexei DeKirico, but mm. that was in the Ultimate Fighter finale back mm. in the day. Oh, wow. Or maybe he was on the Ultimate Fighter finale okay. card, but not the actual oh, okay, Ultimate okay. Fighter finale. Yeah. So, he's one, two. Well, actually, his record's three and two in the UFC right now with this loss. But going against this, he was three and one. But he had two really impressive performances in, against Sam Alvey and Maki Patolo. But at the same time, maybe it was a style matchup that ended up fitting him really well. Um, but other than that, Gregory Rodriguez, he looked really good. I honestly think this guy's really skilled and he's going to have a ton more fights in the UFC that it should be some absolute bangers. But one of my, I would say this is like the. The fight on the card that I had, like, starred and highlighted for quite some time. You know, okay. I've been really excited to see Adrian Yanez back in the cage. Yeah. And to have someone like Tony Kelly sitting across from him or standing across from him, that there was a ton of tension leading up to this yeah. fight. Just because Tony Kelly has a controversy of when he was cornering, I believe it was Andrea Lee. He said, um, let me get the exact well, I want to. I kind of want to say, make sure where I get the exact quote. Hold on, give me one second. But yeah, it came out. Pretty. It came off bad, dude. Yeah. Let's see, Tony Kelly. He was, he was receiving a lot of hate from his words that he said in that day. Brazilian. Let's see what he said. I think it should come up like this. Oh yeah, so he said he called them dirty fucking Brazilians. He's like, they're gonna cheat. Regard. Oh, hold on, hold on. Hold on. So this is what Tony Kelly said, cornering. Yeah, so while he was cornering her, they don't show the exact quote on here, but he was just saying, he's like, they're dirty fucking Brazilians. Like, that's what they're going to do. They're going to cheat. And he was saying that people were, like, cancel culture was coming for him. And they're like, oh, yeah, like, I didn't even mean anything bad from that. But, like, bro, you can't say they're dirty fucking Brazilians. They're going to cheat, like... You, like, like you can't. Like that's, that that's just sounds racist. Like you, you said it for a reason. Like you can't just say that. Like, like, in, like I don't know. There, like I feel like there has to be some truth in that for you inside. The, you know. Yeah, yeah, like, and it's like you're literally calling them fucking cheaters like, and dirty fucking. Like you called them dirty on top like, of that. Dirty fucking Brazilians and they're cheaters. You know, like, like how's someone not gonna take that offensive? How is how is it cancel culture that people were coming for you? That that was just a stupid remark. And then for him to go on and be non-apologetic and just kind of be like, yeah, whatever, fuck you guys. Flipping people off in the weigh-ins and then flipping the camera off right before the fight. Mm. It's just fucking comedy, especially the way it ended with Adrian Yanez getting that TKO three minutes and 49 seconds into that first round. My boy gets the knockout and then flips him off immediately. As soon as the ref tries to split him apart, he's like, fuck you. And there's still some drama at the end, like them talking shit. Like, well, it's because I guess Tony Kelly came up to him and was like, "I wasn't out," and Adrian's like, "You were out. You were looking the complete opposite way. Like, what are you talking about? You know?" But I, honestly, all love for Adrian Yanez. He held it down for the Mexican community and also the Brazilian community, which is like strongly, strongly behind him this whole time. Um, Gilbert Dorino, he's been tweeting that Adrian Yanez, like, trying to tell him, like, oh, we've got a lot of support for you. Can't wait for you to fight this weekend and knock Tony Kelly out. 
you're like you're fighting for like three countries right now. It was just cool to see, and he, even at the end after the knockout, he's like, All right, "Send me your cash app. I'll send you some money right now." That's like, cool. That's really cool. I wonder if he yeah. did. That'd be pretty cool if he ends up doing it too. I don't know, man. All good. I don't know. I'm we're, I'm we're big Adrian Giannis fans. Huge, huge. So it was really cool to see him do that, and just see like we're we're pretty much been seeing him since he's still coming up, but we've been seeing him since like his fucking contender his, fight. His contender fight, yeah. And yes. and. He's been getting some really nice knockouts. Yeah, he has. I think only one decision or one or one decision in the UFC. Yeah, I believe else so. Has been knockouts. Let's see. Let's check it out. And he's been getting some like really impressive performances. Yeah. His his honestly too the way he he acts and the way he carries himself. Yeah, and then cool. on top of the performances and his actual style, like his striking style, you know, there's gonna be probably a knockout, yeah. you know, or something crazy. He reminds me like a little Maz of it all. Damn, he's coming off an eight-fight win streak. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine with this one. Nine-fight win streak. How many in the UFC? In the UFC, he has one, two, three, four, five fights. One only going to decision, and that was against Davy Grant. And Davy Grant, this that, a Davy Grant goes a in. Yeah, and honestly, Davy Grant was landing some nice yeah, stuff that too. That was a but, good fight too. Mm-hmm, definitely. And then uh, he ended up coming back with it, but it was a split decision. Which I was actually remember being surprised about that because I thought Adrian Yanez won just like across the board, you know, and yeah. he and he was pretty upset at that. But next, he called out Sean O'Malley too and Nate Maness. Ha- I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think it'll happen, especially just because we already have a fight with Sean yeah. O'Malley versus Pedro Munoz. Yeah. But I mean, any something afterwards can come so, up. But so what do you, Sean should get high in the division after that. So who do you think they should give Adrian Giannis next? Like, you think they should give him a ranked opponent next? Definitely, dude. If we look inside their division for one fi- or for one thirty-five, let's see, Bantamweight division. I like honestly, I really like Giannis. He's been training too with uh, Aljamain Sterling a lot lately as well. So let's see. Let's go to the bottom of the ranking. So fourteen, fifteen, twelve. I would like a fight against him and Ricky Simone. That would be a banger of a That's fight. Ricky Simone. Ricky Simone is going to be at number 12. There's also Frankie Edgar, I guess he could put him against. But I'm not too sure about how long Frankie's going to be fighting for. Uh, there's Jack Shore sitting at 14 and Rafael Asuncao sitting at 15. I wouldn't be mad at either of these matchups. Mm. I would like to see him against Jack Shore maybe later along the line. They're both very young. They're yeah. both pretty young. They're on the come yeah. up. Jack Shore just barely cracked it to the top 15. He's number 14 right now. I guess Frankie Edgar makes sense, but I don't think Frankie Edgar will want to fight someone like that. Really. I wouldn't want to fight someone like that, man. Honestly, that's just tough. That whole 135 division, dude, is fucking stacked. So many good fights in this division to make, and all the matchups is just—it's tough. It's gonna—I don't think there's gonna be one champion that's gonna dominate that uh, division for so a while. So who you got? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, oh, you're I'm good, going you're off. Good. Uh, who you got against Aljo and um and T- Dillashaw? I think my boy Dillashaw might win it, bro. Yeah. I think he has good enough wrestling to keep him off of him, and then kind of like like really good jujitsu. He's displayed good jujitsu skills mm-hmm. in being defensive. Yeah. Um, and then his striking, I think, is going to be the, the deal breaker. You know, I think he has yeah. better striking than Aljamain, but I've been wrong plenty of times, so I can't really say. You know what I yeah. mean? Aljamain was <laughs> all wrong in the last fight. Exactly. And we all thought that it was going to be a Not me, remember? remember? Yeah, you switched. We wish watch you at the end. No, bro, I was so calm. I told you all. I was like, Aljamain got this today. You were the only one that did say that that day. You were the only one rooting for him. You were like Alexis the other day rooting for Yerif. Oh, yeah. I was only one yeah, in the room. Yeah, that was funny. That was a good All right, Lala, but we'll go on to this next one. 
Actually, there was a lot of finishes on this car. So just to talk about this car, too, we won't really talk about all these fights just because, I mean, there's not too much to say on these. The Phil Hawes. Definitely the Phil Hawes we'll talk about. And real quick, I guess we could touch on this one. Ricardo Ramos, he ended up getting the knockout victory against Danny Chavez by a spinning back elbow. Oh, yeah, that was crazy. In round one, a minute in. Dude, there was so many first-round finishes on this card and just, like, a bunch of crazy performances. So this is... Let's just go through one, two, three, four, five, six, six first round victories, two second round ones, and a couple third round ones. So how many finishes in total? Dude, those nine finishes on one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, nine, nine finishes. Nine finishes, one, two, three. Four decisions. Uh, how yeah. many fights? 12? 13. Thir- nine finishes. Wow. Nine wow. finishes, four decisions out of 13 fights. That's insane. Everyone, Every finish got a bonus. Bro, the UFC on the road as opposed to the Apex, so much better. So much better. The fighters just, they deliver, bro, every single yeah. time. It doesn't matter when. Like, it was I, nice. It was that's why I'm so start. excited for July. July is going to be a fucking banger of a month. All the fights are pretty much with fans. There's only one card that's not going to have fans. It's going to be the Rafael Dos Anjos versus Fazeev card. That's in the Apex? It's still pretty good. Yeah, it's at the Apex. Apex. But, I mean, like, still, the fights are good that's on that banger. card. That's a so. banger card, though. And the main event's a banger, too. It's going to be a tough to see who wins that. But, yeah, definitely. And then another fight on this card that had some pretty interesting little backlines on this, too, was up. Phil Haas and Duran win. Phil Haas ended up getting a victory in the second round by elbows. I honestly thought this shit should have been finished pretty early inside yeah, the Phil first Haas, round. Honestly, Phil Haas looked good, though, honestly. He looked the best he's ever looked. Yeah, he looked good. But Those elbows that he was sneaking in? Impressive. The guy, Darren, what's what's his name? Darren Wynn? Duran Wynn. Yeah, Duran Wynn has a heart. He had a heart. Give it to him. He didn't He didn't give up. But you're right. It should have been stopped a long time, like in the first round. My boy, baby Cormier, bro. Yeah. And yeah. then the beef at the end, too, with DC and Phil Hawes was random as hell. I didn't expect that. I didn't even Dude. notice it. That it, was it on the TV? Like at first? I, I don't think they showed I, it on I the TV. I saw it later on, like the next day. On Oh, you sent it on the t- group chat. It's because it said, like, commercial break in progress whenever oh, we were okay. watching on ESPN, the app. I don't know, if, like, what stream. Maybe it was, like, another uh, country stream that, mm. that ended up having that, that they showed and everything. But, yeah, he was just, like, telling him, like, oh. Honestly, let me see if I could pull the video up on my phone really quickly just so you guys can have some reference to the sound. Let's see. Is the roadcaster? Boom. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's see, give me one second, dudes. Let me try to connect this real quick so people can hear this. Turn this on. Roadcaster Pro. Boom. So this should be what Phil Hawes told Daniel Cormier. Picked the wrong opponent. Picked the wrong opponent. He came off disrespectful, honestly. Yeah. Honestly, DC would have whipped his ass. DC handled himself well. And honestly, too, I mean, like you said, Phil Hawes ended up apologizing for it. Yeah. My bad. He ended up apologizing for it and stuff. But um, I guess, too, what some more backstory into that, too, was the Phil Hawes trains with John Jones. And that's like Daron wins with Cormier, you know. So he probably just had like that extra little 
thing in the yeah, back of his and mind. Adrenaline you know? and all that gets yeah. to you, especially after all, like a win like that. But I mean, like, damn, Phil Haas like fucking good out yeah, there. He, he impressed the shit out of me. What is he, middleweight? He's a middleweight, yes, okay. at 185. Oh, nice. Yeah, it should be a pretty good. And then, oh, to kick off the card, there was Roman Delidset getting a first round knockout, two, one minute and 13 seconds in. By this crazy ass knee inside the clinch. Dude, that knee was like. It came up so high. I didn't like, expect that at all. Honestly, I was uh, pretty surprised when I saw it. I was like, oh, damn. And I thought, honestly, Dawkins had a chance to win. Dawkins came back, like, well, not that he came back quick, but, I mean, he fell quick. Once it hit him mm-hmm. in the, it mm-hmm. looked like it hit him in the nose and just, it maybe broke his nose or something. It just folded him. He just curled up into a bog on that fetal position. And yeah. It was it. I'll that was pretty, it. Honestly, I was pretty surprised that Dawkins and I thought it was funny that him and Kevin Holland were in the same cart on card. I guess, especially because I thought they, they, they could have made fight. that fight again. Yeah. But it's different weight divisions now, too. Yeah, Kevin just went yeah. down to yeah. 170 instead of being at 185. Dawkins is probably a guy that could make 170, though, if you think about it. He's not super shredded or anything uh, no, like he's that. He's pretty tall, He's though. a pretty big guy, yeah, though. That's the thing. Tall. All right, so let's go into next week's card. It's going to be Sarukian. Armand Sarukian versus uh, Mateus Gamrot. These guys are yeah. ranked pretty close to each other. Not I believe it's like 11 and 12. Or no, 10 and 9. Not the flashiest card, but it no. be, it's still going to be really good. Yeah, definitely it could be like this card as well. Like, it's not going to be anything crazy. It is going to be at the UFC's apex. So it definitely isn't going to have that uh, the mystique of the crowd, yeah, you know, and exactly. all that hype and everything. Mm-hmm. But it still should be fairly good, right? Yeah, the main event should be really entertaining. Yes, two definitely. Up, yeah, two up-and-comers that want to show, like, show their skills off and mm-hmm. stuff. And that are really good too. Yeah, they, yeah. Have their, they have a lot of skill to back it up. Like, I don't really n- remember much about Gamera, but I know Gamera. Armin's really good. Yeah, so Armin has some. Uh, he's Armin's eighteen and two. Gamera yeah. is twenty and one. And these guys are both coming out of like Russia, I believe, is where they're from. But they train over here now. Um, I forget. I think yeah. So Mateus Gamera just moved to ATT recently after he'd lost against Guram Kutetladze. That fight even was a controversial split decision. Guram ended up saying that he thought that Mateos won too. And then he went on to win three fights in a row. He beat Scott, Scott, Scott Holtzman. I don't know why he said it like that. Scott Holtzman, Jeremy Stevens by Kimura. He beat Scott Holtzman by ground and pound. And then he beat Diego Fajardo with the oh, submission I I, of strikes. I think I saw that, uh, Diego Fajardo. Yeah, bro. I'm not sure I saw that. Like that's that's pretty crazy. It says submission of strikes. That's a pretty weird way to say it. It's because he probably tapped out when he was he getting probably strikes. Tapped his strikes. Mm-hmm. So, but still, Mateo's grandma, bro. He's a problem for Armin Sarukian. If he he can't take him lightly, and dude, Sarukian has a good record so far in the UFC too. He has only I think he's only lost in the UFC so far. He's been to Islam Makachev, that's and good. other than that, bro, he lost his second fight professionally. That's good, bro. That's like. I honestly have Armin. Two, three, four. He's been on a five-fight win streak since then. This is one of those fights, dude. I really would not know who to pick because it's so close. I like Armin a lot. I think Armin's really good, but Mateo has he has some really good striking. And maybe it can give him problems, but the ground game of Armin is solid. Dude, I want to see him to get to the top, honestly, yeah, and try to cool. fight the guys that are up I'm there. I'm surprised that how him and Islam are on different, completely different paths, like, with their career. Since? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, it's been skyrocketed to the top, but I think it's his name and, like... Who he's with, yeah, like, yeah. the team and everything, and him being so close to Habib yeah. and everything, you know? For sure, that's brought him up. And before that, too, Islam was already on a win streak in the UFC, and that was essentially Armin's fight to get into the UFC. That was his first really? fight, debut fight. Oh, wow. 
against Islam. And Islam had already had some fights in the UFC, dude. And it was a, it went all the way to the decision, right? I'm yeah, like, and Ar- Armin was one of the ones that gave him the best fight. He took him all the way to decision in a hard, grueling fight. Yeah. Like, there was no easy positions in there. Don't get me wrong. I think um, Islam has gotten a lot better from that time, too. Yeah, dude, yeah. for sure. Since but, then, Islam has had one, two, five fights. And, uh, yeah, Armin's pretty much had about the same. You see, um, fucking... See, um, Dana say that he still he wants to make that Islam and what's his name? Fuck Islam and um, Benil fights though. What do you think they're gonna give Charles? I don't know. You think Charles is gonna wait? Mm, for that, I think I can see him fighting Connor. I can see that. I he just, said he wants Connor. Yeah, I can see them just making yeah, it. I'm okay, thank you. I need some water on the scene. I know, bro. Me too. Uh, like, all right, let's water break real quick. All right. Some- so, what were we talking about before the little water break? Um, we're talking about is uh, Armin Saruki and how good he's been looking. Yeah, and he's on the come up and stuff. He's like a person to look out for. Definitely someone to look out for. If you haven't known about his name so far, you've got to look into it. Watch his old fights. Mm-hmm. He had a really good display against Joel Alvarez. He got that second round finish by ground and pound. And honestly, I mean, the last four fights, he's had two finishes in a row. Uh, but yeah, he's had some really tough decisions too, but... This guy can always pull it out. Even the decisions he's had, it's been unanimous. So that means, you know, he's won all three rounds decisively by the de- the judges. But still, I think if I had to choose, I guess I would say Armin too. I, 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 yeah, I said Armin. I had Armin. But I guess just because I'm more um, known with Armin. Yeah. So, but it should be a banger. It's going to be a banger regardless. Yeah, don't sleep on this, this fight right here. No, don't sleep on it. And then the co-main event is going to be Neil Magny versus Shafkat Rachmanov. This is also another banger right here, like we were just talking about. Shavkat is a guy that has 15 wins. He This is probably, his, I'm going to say, his third fight in the UFC. Let's and see. He has all finishes pretty much in all his fights. Yeah, third fight in the UFC. Or, sorry, fourth fight in the UFC. But he has three finishes. One's by guillotine, the other by rear naked choke, and the other one was a spinning hook kick to ground strikes. Insane. So that just shows diversity. And all of his wins, at least what they show here, there's only one right here. That just says win. It doesn't say how. But pretty much all finishes. He has a knockout. He has a couple by submission. So this guy can do it all. I think he's, yeah, he's definitely entertaining. I think he's from Kyrgyzstan or like and then Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. And he's fighting Neil Magny, which he's a dog too. He's, Dude, he's definitely. There, he's there to fight and he's there to put a fight. So and it should be an entertaining fight. Neil Magny is he's a big name too, yeah. so that should be good, uh, especially at that one seventy pound division. Uh, like I said, I think Shavka can be better than Hamza. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I don't know. Hamza is a dog fan, but I think Neil Magny should is gonna lose this fight. What? How do you pronounce this? Watch that age is like milk. Uh, <laughs> Neil Magny or against Shavka? Yeah, Shavka. I think Shavka is gonna win this fight. I think so too. I think yeah. he has like. I feel that he's probably going to try to take him down and try to submit him. But at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if he does want to just strike or even mix it all up. That'd be dope to see. I, I want to see how he does against someone this high level. I think he be, he'll he be able to take Neil Magny down and control him. Yeah, I think yeah. so too, dude. Yeah, because who did Neil Magny lose last? Like he fought last night? Neil like, Magny, I believe he lost, lost his, to... He lost to someone that was controlling him on the ground. So Kiesa? He, oh, it was Kiesa. Yeah, he lost to Kiesa. He has two wins in a row since then. He beat Jeff Neal. He beat Max Griffin. But, yeah, he lost to Kiesa in a unanimous decision. And he did get taken down a lot in that fight. And that was, like, the only downside of it. But still, I think Shavka does have really good wrestling as well. So I think he could definitely get him down. I would be 
pulling with Shavkat too on this yeah. one. And then other than that, there's a couple other good fights on this card. Uh, Carlos Earl Olberg is going to be back against Tafan and Chukwi pretty early in the card. Carlos Earl Olberg, if you don't know about him, he trains with the Arasanya's team. And then Umar Nurmaga, Meda versus Nate Manis. Lalo was going to talk about this one. I, we, we think it was Umar or Usman. But oh, they got arrested. They got arrested. We're I'm not too sure. sure. Yeah, yeah that, that one's a little tough one, but it's always interesting to see how Umar does right now in the UFC. This guy's fucking talented. He's like Khabib's family, I think. I think he's one of them. Umar's the guy that has, it's the better. Uh, he's a good striker, right? He has like yes. some nice kicks. Nice kicks. Like really yeah. nice question mark kick. Yeah. Nice, dirty striking, honestly. Should be and impressive, then, but I'm not too familiar with Nate. Nate Manis? Yeah. Nate Manis has been around, I think, Fights in the UFC so far. Let's double check. His record looks good. He has fourteen and one. Yeah, honestly, I'm not too familiar with him either. That now that I think about it, but he has five wins in a row. Sorry, four wins in a row in the UFC. Oh, wow. Uh, sorry, goddamn. One win outside the UFC that was by TKO. The next one was against Johnny Munoz. His debut fight in the UFC got a decision win by unanimous victory. Yeah. Luke Sanders rear naked choke. Tony Gravely counter hook to ground strikes. So he has two finishes right now in a row. So two finishes in a row, one by submission, the other one by. Uh, so he has some good knockout. confidence right now going yeah. into this fight. So it should be a good fight, honestly. And honestly, Umar is a problem too. Those guys from Dagestan, just all that team for BBR right now is, they all are going to give you some issues. So if he can beat yeah. them, I'd be really impressed. Chris Curtis versus Hodolfo Vieira is actually going to kick off the card. Hodolfo is. This guy's like an ADCC champ, I believe, or like a multiple-time world um, jiu-jitsu champion. Is this the guy that submitted, um, not submitted, that broke, um, fucking, he broke, um, what's his name? Mm-mm. Yeah, Jacare's arm? Yeah, Jacare's arm. Nah, that's not him. Okay. Hodolfo is the guy that got submitted by that guy, Anthony Fluffy Hernandez. Oh, okay. And he yeah. was like, like in yeah. the beginning, he was throwing everything he could, and then he got yeah. completely gassed out. I remember now. Yeah, everyone was amazed that he got submitted by him. But his jujitsu is so good. It's just his gas tank. Once you take a man's gas tank away, it's just yeah, it's he's totally fighting different. off fumes, yeah. honestly. So that's like it's all heart then and there. That was his big issue then. We will see how he does now against a big striker like Chris Curtis. Mm. Chris Curtis has gotten some really good knockouts in his first couple fights in the UFC. What do you think about this fight? Who would you rock with? I rock with Chris Curtis, honestly. I I like that. I'm not yeah. mad at that either, bro. If I think I'll go with him. You. I completely agree with you. I think yeah, by knockout, too, he could definitely get it. I'm not too it. confident. Another guy's gas tank. It's not easy to get a gas tank just like that. But who knows? Mm-hmm. Me neither, dude. Yeah. And with that, we're pretty much all wrapped up here. One more fight that I wanted to talk about and ask really quickly about was uh, Usman versus Leon Edwards. Who do you think you got, bro? They That's just scheduled honestly, this fight. Oh, and they just scheduled Corey Sandhagen, Song Yudong. But what first, Sandhagen. Versus who? Song Yudong. The, the Asian guy? The, the shredded guy from American Top Team? Yes. Oh, no, okay. no, not American Top Team. Song Yudong, he trains at Alpha Male. Alpha Male, Alpha Male, yeah. Alpha Male, yeah. Okay, okay. And, okay, for the Usman and Leon, I got Usman all day, bro. You can't, you can't go against the guy Stuff, right now. Dude. You can't go against the guy. I want to I go with Leon, dude. Part of me wants to go with Leon. Oh, if man. Leon can defend the wrestling, bro. Leon's I, about to get knocked out by Nate Diaz. I know, that's true. But hey. That's Nate Diaz, bro. Nate Think about Diaz it. beats anybody in a street fight if, it, if it's has a better ga- time. Usman has a better gas tank than that. Yeah. Yes. But if, if Leon's <sighs> tired like that. Tough, and bro. then Usman didn't even. Usman's gonna take him down and get him more tired. But Leon looked good the whole fight, and then he just got cracked. And then after that, he was on wobbly yeah. legs. Usman got power like that. You seen it? Usman does have power, and he can definitely yeah. rock Usman him. And Nate got no power. 
Yeah, that's true. Who was Nate knocked out? Honestly, but you can't do MMA math like that. It doesn't work like that. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But I'm just saying, Nate has, I don't know. I just, Usman's that guy right now, man. Usman's pound for pound. He is a pound for pound number one right now. You really can't argue that. And this is his first fight back since uh, getting that hand surgery. So we'll see how that affects him. I'm pretty sure he's good now. Hopefully it doesn't affect him. He don't even have legs. (laughs) <laughs> yeah like this dude doesn't even like to i heard he, he doesn't he, run at all I, yeah he can't really run his knees are all fucked up yeah and then but who do you have for that fight i would i'm telling you i kind of want to go with leon edwards it's just because like i think he displayed really good skills in that first fight he was just getting taken down but on the feet he was so much better and then this i still think he has better striking yeah. so he's gonna give uzman some problems he's gonna land big strikes against him yeah i just don't know how much better his wrestling has gotten since then. I know he's improved like a big amount since then, and he's been on this really impressive run in the UFC. And his last loss was to Usman. Like for for you to that's essentially like what Armin did if if yeah. he gets to go back yeah. to the title shot. Say Islam's a champ at some point, right? Yeah. And he's undefeated. Fucking Edwards has came all the way back against this guy that's been on a damn run, dude. So to see this matchup again, it would almost be like. To me, I think it's as closely contested as the Kobe versus Usman fight. It should be good and back-to-back like that. I think Leon can definitely hurt Usman. Yeah. But Usman grizzled, like, veteran mentality right now. And, like, this this championship, like, finesse, he can win that shit, too. I don't know, bro. It's a toss-up for me. Yeah, but if you had to bet on something. If I had to bet, I would probably fucking go with Usman, dude, just because it's hard to go against him. That's the guy right there. Yeah. It's the guy, dude. It's, it's the, the guy. guy. I just see he's just he's so good, good yeah, dude. Like he's impressed himself. me. But it's just this and is a new box, test. Yeah, his boxing has gotten a lot better. That's true. He's like a boxer wrestler now. Yeah. But for the next fight you spoke Song about, Yudong versus us, Corey Sandhagen. I'm a homer for Corey. Me I'm like too, a straight bro. homer. I'm like a straight homer. Song yeah. is coming off that crazy ass. Yeah, but I just noticed too. I was really far from the mic probably the whole time. No, you're good. We can adjust the value. Okay. Like, you should be fine. All right, yeah, I've been moving in and out of this shit too because I like move around, but it's fine. I'll, I'll I'm gonna even it all out either yeah. way. But honestly, I'm a big homer for Corey, so I got Corey Same, all day, and I bro. think Corey can like out. Well, um, Song has power, so Song that, does it, have yeah, power. so that's scary, and that's like a big downfall for Corey because he doesn't hit the hardest. And he can get. Yeah. I feel like Corey can get knocked out. Yeah, there. yeah, because he got. He's been getting. Dead. He gets hit. He gets hit. He gets hit. That's yeah. the only thing. Like his style's so clean. He looks so nice, but he gets cracked. Sometimes. But I don't know. He can. I don't. Fuck. He can be coming out different, wanting to kill more because he's been losing. So he probably wants to prove a lot too. So. I got Corey. I got Corey by either. Yeah. I got Corey by knockout. That's uh, the boy. Is is it a fight? gonna rock with the boy. Is it a fight night type of? That one's gonna be a fight night main event, I believe. Okay, so it's a five round fight. So okay. yeah, and then they just announced as well that the UFC is gonna be coming to San Diego. I believe oh, it's yeah. like September seventeenth or so, just somewhere in September. I'm not too sure. Main event's gonna be Cheeto Vera versus Dominic Cruz. They finally made this matchup. That's cool. What yeah. do you think about that? Um, that's cool. That's in San Diego because that's close by, so. If the card's good, we can probably try to go. Dude, that'd so that's be pretty cool. Dope. Yeah, I'm but pretty sure we'd end a, up going. I'm, that's a cool card. That's a good matchup. Honestly, I think that honestly, I think that's gonna be kind of hard for Cheetah. You think so? Uh, yeah. Well, this is just the movement, probably. Yeah, movement. for sure. And Cheetah's so like, is it like what is he like flat footed kind of like so like? Yeah, he doesn't move his head a lot too yeah. sometimes, which is like the real big problem with people. But yeah, he has a lot of power. He does. He does. He has a ton of power. He doesn't for throw that a division. lot of kicks though, so you have to throw kicks to stop all that movement from Dominic. 
I would like to see a lot more output from Cheeto this next fight because even with honestly, the Fon fight, that was like his issue. If you really issue. think about it, that's every fight from Cheeto, though. We're always complaining about his output. How, but we're always like, fuck, he needs to throw more. Every, every, I feel like that's every Cheeto fight for me. I know. Yeah, and you know what it like is, it's too? Me, it's man. it's not like it's, I don't think it's like he's not, like this food's good. Yeah, he's he really good. good. But yeah, I, I have. I'm like, bro, you can throw more. I know you got it in you. Like, yeah. I know you have the gas tank, and I know that you can find these openings even more if you just threw a little bit more. Yeah. It just seems like a little bit reserved sometimes, but I'm like, bro, I want you to go out there and fucking look for the finish every single yeah. time. And, I mean, with Rob Font, even though that was a decision victory, I believe, right? I feel like he could have finished it. He could have finished it a lot of times and just... He was hurting Rob Font. I yeah, didn't I felt, expect it. I felt it. so bad. I feel like I was like, oh, it's just funny. He was putting the beating on Rob yeah. Font after a while. I but think the movement, though, from Dominic Cruz is going to be really good. But if he gets hit by Cheeto, he's, he can get sat down. Yeah. So what, you you got Cheeto by knockout? I want, dude, I want to root with the boy Cheeto. But, yeah, I'm going to go with the boy Cheeto. No I matter what, I'm Cheeto. always going to root for Cheeto. Just because yeah. that's, that's my dog. Yeah. I like him right big now, Big homers too. right here. Yeah, bro, I'm a big homer for him. Mm-hmm. I always have that issue when I pick fights because... I be homer for people sometimes, and I'm just like, yeah. my bias goggles don't let me see past this, yeah. you know? Like, like I'm just like, ah. Yeah. Like, I got a science about a list of Cormier. No, wait, to Cannonier? Cannonier, I'm Fuck no way, bro. My boy out of science got to get a TKO victory against Cannonier. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much a fucking wrap for the show. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of MMA Trip. Thank you, Lalo, for being on the show today, brother. I appreciate you. Next week, we're going to recap this Sarukian versus Gamrock card. And then also we're going to preview the next week coming up after that. I think we have like three months coming up of all straight UFC fights. No breaks or anything like that. We have some bangers coming. Some bangers coming. Ooh. So right after the Sarukian versus Gamrock card is going to be the Adesanya versus Cannoneer card. The UFC, I think it's going to be international fight week with this card. Cannoneer versus Adesanya is going to be the main event. We Banger. have the co-main event, Alexander Volkanovsky versus Max Holloway. Banger. Sean Strickland versus M- Alex Pajeda is going to be on this card. Banger. Misha Tate versus Lauren Murphy. <laughs> Pedro Munoz <laughs> versus Sean O'Malley is banger. kicking off the card. That's a banger. Brad Riddell versus Jalen Turner is a featured prelim. That's a banger right there. My goodness. Robbie Lawler versus Brian Barberina. Two vets. That's a That's banger, banger too. That's a banger. Jessica I versus Macy Barber. Ian Gary versus Gabe Green. Ian Gary, this is his, I think, his second fight in the UFC. My boy Gabe Ian Green Gary. Uh, Gabe Green's good, bro. He just yeah. got an impressive win last time out against someone I thought he was going to lose to. Let's see. Who'd he beat? He beat Linus and Philip Rowe. Oh, nice. So he's on a two fight win streak. That's not bad. Oh, okay. That's the guy that, that's, that's um, the guy that, um, that grappled the. Um, Gordon. Gordon, yeah. Yeah. Andre Muniz is going to fight Uriah Hall on this card. Andre oh, Muniz is that fight. guy that broke Jacare's arm. Yeah, yeah. That's and a that's a good fight. That's actually a good fight. Yeah, that's a really good fight. Oh, I think J- Jim Miller and Bobby Green? Yes. Jim Miller, Bobby Green's also on this card. That's another fucking veteran fight. Bobby Green, bro, we're always hometown fans for Bobby Green. Jim Miller's Two Fontana today. boys on this card, Jalen Turner and Bobby Green. Let's fucking go. Brad Chavarez against Drakus de Plessis. That's a good fight. That's a good fight too, bro. I like Drakus. I like gonna be a a slug. That's gonna be like a straight slug fest right there, dude. This whole card is gonna be really good. I'm actually pretty stoked to see what they can do with this card. Hey, the boy Ali just pulled up, but yeah, with that, it's a wrap. The boy Ali just got here, and the show's all over. Thank you guys for listening. Peace. We out.